Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. It's your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, here with you today. And I am so excited to share Jen Lyman with you guys today because Jen Lyman is someone who I met a little over a year ago. She is a registered dietitian and you know, I know that as a direct sales mom, one of the things we all struggle with is taking care of ourselves. And meal planning can sometimes be a real pain in the butt. And nutrition, certainly, there is so much conflicting information out there. And I thought, well, you know what? Let's just bring in somebody who knows the tea on nutrition and will share it with us and be able to help us get, you know, stop with all the confusion around proper nutrition for moms and families. So let me tell you a little bit about Jen. Jen's been a dietitian since 2014 and has worked in a variety of healthcare settings. And now she's the owner of New Leaf Nutrition, a nutrition counseling company that puts clients first. She created New Leaf Nutrition to give simple solutions. No more constantly being hungry, no more weight loss to just gain it all back, no more chasing the fad diet. And with Jen, you get easy to understand, straightforward help. She helps identify goals that are mentally and physically healthy for her clients, and she creates a path to get them there. Actually, Jen just makes eating easy, which is <laughs> really nice. <laughs> so Jen, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Jenny. Absolutely. So tell me first, what got you into the the realm of dietitian? So being a 90s child, you make all your decisions based off of a quiz, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's what I did in high school. I took personality tests that basically matched, told me like, Hey, you like science, but you also like interacting with people. So jobs that fit with that are being a dietitian or a pharmacist. So I like shadowed a dietitian and a pharmacist and the dietitian was way more fun because she got to, (laughs) she got to talk to people all day long versus the pharmacist just sat in the basement of the hospital Uh. all day. So I was like, I need a little more human interaction than just counting pills. But I also love the science of, cause that's all food is right. It's just chemicals. Yeah. So that's how I got into it. That's awesome. And you've worked in a lot of different healthcare settings. So what are some of the different places that you've worked before you started your business? So my first job was at an eating disorder treatment facility. Mm. And then I worked in hospitals. So in the hospitals, I was kind of, I did everything that there is to do in the hospitals. I was uh, the float, a float dietitian for SSM. So that just means that you show up to work and they tell you, oh, you're going to be in the psych unit today or the ICU or the weight loss center or the diabetes clinic with that doctor. So tons, I mean, every single 
position that you could, every single floor that you could manage or think of. I did it all. Gotcha. So you've got a lot of experience with a lot of different nutritional issues then it sounds like. Yeah. All the way, you know, eating food and the mental side of that all the way through feeding someone with a tube or with IVs. Gotcha. And what helped you make the decision to move from a healthcare setting as an employee to starting your own business? A big part of it was that I just, I knew I could do it better, which I know that sounds really cocky, but there's just such a gap of, of care that people receive in the hospital versus what I feel like we as humans need just because with nutrition, it's, you can't just go in. I mean, that's what they do in the hospital. You just go in, you say, Oh, you just had a heart attack yesterday. Let me tell you about how this was your fault. Go through all these foods. This was your fault and best of luck. Goodbye. And that was it. That's all you could do versus, I mean, it's, that's not really fair to the person. It's not really the time to be giving nutrition information either. I mean, if someone has their chest literally cracked open the day before, yeah, not, not really the moment. Plus with food, I mean, it's emotional. It's to come and t- expect someone to change their life based on one conversation is I think unrealistic. Mm. We need to be willing to walk alongside someone and really meet them where they are kind of more along the lines of a therapist. Like you wouldn't ever think, Oh, a 10 minute conversation with a therapist is going to change my life. (laughs) No, you have to to go every week, right? Like you have to go every week for years. And really that's a big part of what we do is nutrition therapy, nutrition counseling. Ah. It's way more than just eat this, not that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause if, if eat this, not that worked, then all of us would be skinny. Cause I remember seeing that guy talk on Oprah 20 years mm-hmm. ago, you know, <laughs> yep. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be 40 pounds overweight right now. If eat this, not that worked back then, because I'd still have it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, more compl- it's just more complicated. And to say that it's simple is so invalidating to a person who's like, well, listen, I've been struggling for years and right. for you to tell me that, you know, Oh, it's, it's just easy. Like that's not, that's not fair. Right. Absolutely. And in establishing your business, because one of the things, you know, because as I mentioned before we we started recording, was that everyone who's listening to this, to my knowledge, they're either just getting started with their business or they've been in business for a year or two with their direct sales business, or maybe they've been in for a little bit longer. But one thing I know, even though it's direct sales and then you're in a quote unquote more traditional business, right? But really mm-hmm. business is business is business, right? We all mm-hmm. are working to get clients. We're all working to get customers. We're all working to build connections in the business world. So what would you say is probably a top obstacle that you've dealt with in building a, a, a business around nutrition? And how did you overcome that obstacle? I think like you said at the, at the top saying that, you know, there's misinformation about what to eat or how, I don't know, just approaching food in general. I think that's the biggest hurdle for, for a lot of people is thinking, oh, well, I'm just selling a product. No, no, it's, it has, I mean, the products are great, you know, whatever supplements or whatever somebody has, but that's not going to solve 
the emotion, like the heart issues, Mm. the issues of this. I view nutrition. And I think it's fair to say that nutrition and taking care of yourself with food is like the ultimate form of self-care. No bubble bath is going to make you value yourself like taking care of your body internally does. Mm. Um, and that's not to say a bubble bath isn't isn't worth it, but after it's done, then it's done. And maybe your maybe your stress comes down, but you're not learning how to put yourself first. I feel like that's the vast majority of my clients are people who are just the most amazing, giving self-sacrificing people are the ones who struggle with their nutrition because it's, it's so easy to put other people first and it feels very selfish to put yourself first. So I kind of tangent, like went on a little tangent from your question, but that's okay. Okay. So knowing that the obstacle has been overcoming people's misinformation around nutrition and how much information is out there and how much conflicting information is out there. How have you overcome that obstacle with, with people now with your clients? I think it, it ends up becoming a relationship that gets built, you know, that maybe someone comes in expecting, well, you know what, Jenny, the, the biggest thing is people come in and they expect me to be really mean. <laughs> they expect me to like <laughs> yell at them and tell them that they're doing too much or like to just be this, I don't know, just, just be like a policeman or to be really policing their food choices uh-huh. and just showing them, no, that's, that's not what this is about. That really, I think for people is really freeing and helps a lot, get them over to my side of like, listen, this is low pressure. This is just how we're taking care of ourselves. And you don't have to be anything other than the gentlest, kindest version of yourself. That's all. That's all I ask. Oh, I love it. Yes, exactly. I can see where people would be scared because especially if, if their experience with nutritionists and dietitians in the past has been in a hospital setting or in a setting where they were, you know, having that first meeting because they've got, you know, pre-diabetes or gestational Mm -hmm. diabetes or heart issues or whatever it may be. Right. Um, And where, where it was exactly what you said at the beginning, which is you had to go in as a hospitalist and say, you know, hey, here's what got you in this position. And moving forward, here's three tips of what you should not eat moving forward. Well, what can you eat instead? And there's so many different things because I I can definitely say from my own experience, because I was I was gestational diabetic with both of my kids, with both Mm -hmm. of my pregnancies. And so I was lucky to where you know, my, my OB said, just go talk to a nutritionist. You don't have to like stick your finger. Cause you're not like, you know, over, yeah. you're not in that realm. I was borderline. And so they said, well, just eat like a diabetic. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, Thank you. thanks so much. That's great advice. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, eat like a diabetic. Great. How does a diabetic eat? I don't right. know. I've never lived with one. I don't know what that looks like. Like diabetic before they became diabetic or after like, true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I really, and I, I ended up with both pregnancies meeting with two different nutritionists, even though it was at the same hospital 
hospital system. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the first one was very understanding, very, very much like you. And the second one was very much like the the other, the hospitalist version you described, like, no, you have to do this. And I was like, no, my OB said I didn't. And you can't make me. What are you going to (laughs) do? Like, are you going to come to my house every day and stick my finger? If the answer is no, then it ain't happening. (laughs) I was like, I was told this and this is what I'm going to do. Now, if you have a problem with it, that's your problem, not mine, because I historically in the past ate like a diabetic. My numbers stayed where they were. They didn't get any worse. Like, don't really want to hear it. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I can definitely see if people had someone who was more like my second experience where they might feel that that might be the expectation from you. Right. And, And I think too, what's nice about this, the field that you're in is that people do have choices. They just don't know that people like you exist. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And really there aren't, at least in, so we're in O'Fallon, there aren't many private practice dietitians out here, but if someone's doctor says, Oh, I want you to go see a dietitian, they actually are contractually obligated. So like, let's say your doctor's a BJC doctor, Uh that doctor's contractually obligated to refer you to a BJC dietitian to keep everything in network. And if they refer you out, they can get in trouble. So of course people don't know that there's other options, right? Because that's who your doctor says to go see. And and that's fine. But when I think about those, you know, I was in that outpatient or in that hospital setting too. And it's, it stinks that you, that's all the choices you have is to be like, here's a handout best of luck. Goodbye. Right. That's all, the, that's all you have time for. You have 15 other patients who maybe are malnourished or need tube feeding modifications. And you're like, if in your situation, like, Hey, Jenny, you're going to survive this. It's going to be fine. Here's like a handout, do it or don't Bye. Yeah. I have, I have other people who are like dying that I have to take care of. So right. it's, it's not any of their fault, I would say, but yeah. I'm just happy to be in the situation where I don't have to prioritize like whoever's in my office, they have all my energy for that hour. Nice. I don't have to be thinking about anything else. We can meet as often as they want to. So there's no rush. Like for example, today I had a person that I was talking to that all we did was create a grocery list. And I was like, that's plenty of homework. That's all I want you to do. Next mm-hmm. week, we'll do something else. But we don't need to turn your world over today. That's too much. Nice. Oh, I love it. Now, <laughs> see, that sounds so much so much simpler. And to have someone to hold your hand through that, which, which makes perfect sense to be able to do. Now, when, like I told you pre-interview, most of the people who are listening to this are direct sales moms. And so working on their own nutrition, working on, you know, their own fuel Mm -hmm. to fuel their busy, busy life. Cause we all have, you know, one or two businesses going on, you know, plus our job, plus our family, you know, plus many of my listeners are not only taking care of kids, raising their kids, but they're also now getting to the age where they're also taking care of their parents. Mm -hmm. So they're in this wonderful situation where oftentimes nutrition does seem to come last. So do you have two or three simple, easy to implement tips that you could give that would probably apply to most people that would make life a little bit easier for them and have better nutrition than they might be doing right now? Yeah. 
I think something that's really important is to think about convenience, right? Because your people, if they're crazy busy, they're not going to have time to sit and be like, let me plan out all of my meals and all of my snacks. Like we don't, we don't have, nobody has time for that. Even the person who has all the time in the world, that's not what you want to sit down and do. Right. Um, so having a few go-to things like snacks in the house that are very convenient, that, that don't take any cooking. I think that's important because it prevents you from going out to eat. I call it being your own parent Yeah, <laughs> that you're like, Oh, I have all this food at home. I shouldn't run through the Wendy's drive through. Cause, cause you, I don't know if you ever complained, like when you were a kid that you'd be like, mom, oh, yeah. I just want to go through the drive through And she's like, we have food at home. And you're like, Oh no, yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to get a milkshake, but that's, you're being your own parent kind of that's, mm-hmm. that's like a good rule number one, whatever that, whatever that looks like for you, for some people, then that means after dinner, maybe their kids don't, don't eat before bed. And it's like, if your kid came to you and said, Hey mom, and they're like supposed to be in bed, but they just Mm want to stay up. I'm hungry. It's like, no, you're okay. Go to sleep. Just go to sleep. You do that for your kid, but you can do it for yourself too. Mm. Like you're, you're your own adult and, and put giving yourself kind of kind ground rules. You're not telling your kid, no, they can't eat because you're trying to control their weight, right? You're saying, no, you need to go to sleep. That's one thing that we can do being our own parent. And and I feel like saying it that way makes it hopefully be from a more kind and gentle perspective and not a punitive perspective. Mm. So part of being your own parent would then be having food at home that you can eat. So snacks, getting something that has some protein in it is really good because protein helps you stay full for longer. It also helps with satiety. So satiety and fullness are different. Satiety is satisfaction. Mm. So you know how after Thanksgiving or after, you know, Christmas dinner or whatever, you might be full and then someone brings in pie and you're like, oh no, I can, I can figure some room out. So that's, (laughs) that's satisfaction, right? So fullness and satisfaction are different. Protein helps with both. So maybe some Greek yogurt, maybe some cottage cheese and crackers. I've been really liking these little, they're like little chip things. They're called bada bean, bada boom. Have you ever seen those at the grocery store? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They're like dried broad beans. So it's a vegan option Uh and they don't require any like refrigeration or anything, which is great. So you can just keep those in your car, but they're so good that they're like, you know how like potato chips don't really, the potatoes themselves don't really have a flavor. It's the barbecue or the whatever flavor. Or the salt or the sour cream and onion or yeah. yeah. That's exactly how these are. Like the beans themselves don't really taste like anything, but they're like, Ooh, they're good crunch, good hearty crunch. And they take on whatever flavor option you get. My favorite right now is the sweet honey mustard. Tastes like honey mustard pretzels. Yeah, they're so good. So keeping those kind of snacks around is good. And then the last part of the being your own parent, keeping food in the house that you can eat. I really like to use the app called Mealime. It's like mealtime without the T. The icon is like this little green lime slice. Okay. I like using that for meal planning. So it's sort of similar to 
like a HelloFresh type thing where you get to select the meals that you want. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's very loosely similar to it, but you get to select the meals you want. And then it will create a grocery list for you based on the meals that you picked. And then you can have them just like, it will link to Instacart or to Walmart delivery or whatever through the app. So Hmm. that you can just have the groceries on your doorstep when you get home from work. So there's like no excuse not to eat these food. You just had all this food delivered and a lot of the, so the app is free too, but the, um, a lot of the meals on there, they're meant to be quick. So most of them are about 30 minutes start to finish. So for me is like a huge lifesaver because people ask me all the time, what do you eat? Where, what recipes do you think of? I'm like, I think of zero recipes. <laughs> I'm like you girl. I, I mean, we none of us have time to be sitting here thinking about three course meals. No way. Yeah. I am getting it on the table and calling it good, but yeah. that is really helpful for me. Nice. And that was meal lime M E A L I M E. Yeah. It's all one word. Yep. Nice. Okay. Well, I just wrote that down because I was like, I already <laughs> had the Instacart. So if I can have yeah. something create Instacart grocery list based on the recipes I want to make coming up this week. Oh, it's so convenient. Brilliant. And you can check off on there, like the things you already have. Most times I can, I pick four meals at a time because I find if I do more than that, my veggies and my meat starts to go bad, but mm-hmm you can tell it the things you already have in the house. So for me, normally to buy four meals worth of food is normally like 15 items that I have to pick up. That's it. Oh, nice. It compiles it all together. Very cool. And so that sounds like it would make life a lot easier for for the direct sales moms who are listening to this right now to to be able to have an app where they can go in, pick some recipes, have it set up to Instacart to say, okay, here's what I have. Here's what I need. Boom. And then now you have it delivered. So now you're saving yourself time on meal planning. You're saving Mm -hmm. yourself time on the shopping. Let me tell you, the delivery for me is absolutely tipping the person (laughs) is worth worth me having the time to get other things done. Well, it saves I mean, me money uh, too, because then you're not going down the aisle and being like, Ooh, well, I really want good. some chocolates <laughs> or I really want this. And, or even if it's healthy stuff and then I don't ever make it and then it goes bad. And I was like, well, there's $7 I'll never get back, but you're right. We use that to tip and to do the fee and absolutely sure worth it. I mean, when I look at my my Instacart bills versus when I used to go shopping, because of course, as a as a mom, uh, and I'm I'm a single mom, so you know, taking my kids going shopping with me, well, of course they're <laughs> they're wanting, mom, can we get this? Mom, can we get Sneaky this? Throwing things in, <laughs> it, yeah, and or they're sneaking it in when I'm not looking, right. and then you know we get to check out, and well, nowadays especially, you know, trying to get them to <laughs> go take it back is a pain because they can't walk backwards down the aisle; they have mm-hmm. to go all the way around, so may as well just pay for it right? right versus what i'm buying on instacart i'm i'm even with the the delivery tip i'm saving money cuz my kids aren't there with me saying hey can you get this hey can you get this you know they know if they want something they have to put it on the list if it's not on the list mommy's not going to get it mm-hmm. you know so that's super helpful well you know jen i so thank you for your time and being here you know and one of the things that you and i talked about 
during the pre-interview was that you do have a really neat article called 10 Ways to Support Your Immune System, which right now we are still in the middle of this global pandemic. And so that's something that people are really looking to do. And so, you know, do you want to give us a preview of maybe one of the ways to support your immune system? Yeah. From a nutritionist perspective? Sure. So I personally see a difference for myself when I do take vitamin D versus when I don't. So vitamin D is really easy. You can just get it checked by your doctor next time you go. And the low vitamin D levels are correlated with a reduced immune system. So vitamin D has a, it's, it's actually a hormone. It's not a vitamin at all. They just didn't know it when they first discovered it, Mm -hmm. but it, of course it impacts bone health, but it impacts immune system. So I was living in California a couple well, up until last year for, we lived there for two years. And when we were in California, we were in San Diego and we had a pool where we lived. So I was out either at the pool or the beach, like a couple times a week. It was a dream versus today. It's <laughs> I'm like still bitter about it, but I didn't get sick really very often there. Maybe like twice in the two years we were there, got little colds. Well, when we moved back, we moved back in the summer of 2019 And I got sick in October and again in December. I was like, what gives? And I had to remember, Jen, you were living in San Diego and laying out in the sun every day, making vitamin D from the sun. And I forgot, I just so quickly forgot how to be a Midwest gal. I very quickly (laughs) like acclimated to being in San Diego, but I had been taking vitamin D basically since I graduated college and I've been to, once I realized, oh, that's the problem. I've been taking vitamin D since, and I haven't knock on wood, haven't gotten sick since last December. So for me, that's pretty good. Normally I would get like a cold in the spring and also in the winter if, if I weren't taking it. So that is very helpful. So you can get that checked by your doctor and then supplement it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There are also kits available that you can order online um, that you can you can get your vitamin D checked. And the only reason I know this is because my my father is a retired physician and his last 10 years that he was in practice, he was a huge vitamin D proponent and studied and did a ton of that. So we're going to have to talk offline because I can't wait to share you some of the information with you that that he learned. But going through going through that, you know, yes, there are there are kits where you can get where you can get it checked online if you don't want to pay the copay and go be at the doctor's office where there's lots of other sick people. You know, you can absolutely order it online. It's a little bit more expensive than a copay, but then you don't have to worry about being around other sick people. Right. Um, So that is a big benefit from that. And then plus, you know, the answer, because oftentimes it's been my experience when I talk to people about vitamin D, because I'm a huge vitamin D proponent, Jen. I am so I'm so glad we've connected on this. (laughs) One of the things I've told people is when your doctor says it's okay, your number's normal. That is not an acceptable answer. 
Yeah. That is not an acceptable answer. You should know your number. Mm -hmm. So always know your number. The last time I got my vitamin D checked, I, my level was at 113. So good. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I, I've been taking my D for literally 13 years now. So I very rarely miss now. I don't take it daily, but I'm, when I do take it, I'm taking 15 and 20,000 I use at a time. Mm -hmm. So I'm like really getting extra in there. Um, So it's, it's really important to have that vitamin D level up and know your number. So if you can access your, your luckily nowadays, you can access your, your uh, medical records through a lot of different medical systems will have a background, um, uh, a patient portal where you can go in and look at those things. So if you don't have access to that, call your doctor's office, ask for access to it, and they should be able to give you a username, a sign in, an app to download, and you can go look at your number and see what it is if it's been tested at any time in the last probably couple of years. Because I, I know a lot of uh, medical providers have gone into that. And I know there's people listening to this going, this is supposed to be a direct sales podcast. What the <laughs> hell? Yes, but you can't do your business if you're not healthy, people. Yeah, I'm sick. telling you, you've got to be taking care of yourself. Just like the, the, the flight attendants say on every flight you've ever been on, put your mask on first and then help others around you. If you're not taking care of your nutrition, then taking care of others' nutrition in your family is a lot harder to do. So taking care of your nutrition means you're taking care, you're better able to take care of the nutrition of those around you, including and super importantly, vitamin D. Get it, take it. You basically can't overdose on it, people. I'm telling you, it. you probably would have to swallow bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles of D in order to overdose. It's right. insane. You'd have, you'd have diarrhea before that too. Exactly. So your, body, your body will know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, like I said, I'm taking 15, 20,000 at a time and I'm totally fine. Never had an issue with taking that much. So it's you know, you're probably going to be safe. Of course, double check with your doctor because I don't want to get sued. (laughs) Um, But double check with your doctor in case that's going to be an issue. But I highly doubt it because vitamin D is very, very safe because it's something that your body makes. Mm -hmm. So Jen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time, for your expertise. And guys, if you want the other 10 ways to support your immune system, the link is in the show notes. So as you know, I've told you this before, grab your phone, Tap on the episode, scroll up just a little bit till you get to the show notes and you'll see the link to newleafnutrition.com, 10 ways to support your immune system link. Click on that. It'll take you to an art. You don't have to download anything. It's just going right to her website. And if you have questions for Jen, you can reach out to her through the many different ways that we have linked in the show notes. And Jen, one of the things that I found really interesting about what you said in the pre-interview is very few of your clients have to pay for your services. Many of your services are covered by insurance. Yeah, because I'm a registered dietitian, it means I'm a I'm a healthcare professional. So I'm in or my practice, we are in network with United Healthcare, Blue Cross, Aetna, and Cigna. And yeah, most of my people it's totally covered by their insurance. That's awesome. And do people need a referral to a registered dietitian or can they? Not normally, but I, I call everyone's insurance company for them and verify the benefits ahead of time. So that's something I check on. So if, if your insurance needs it, I will find out. 
Awesome. Well, that is so good to know. So guys, you know that I only bring people on who are going to provide value for a portion of you or all of you. In this case, Jen is a value to all of you. We all need to be working on taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of our families, take care of our business, take care of our friends and our lives as we move forward through all of this. So Jen, thank you again for your time and your expertise. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Absolutely. And guys, you know what happens next. Stay tuned for the next badass episode. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.